Yeah, let's go in. Let's do after intro. What's up, y'all? This is Two Hype Bros podcast. This is a podcast with two hype bros that love wrestling. I'm your host, once you're Chris. That's my co host, tag team partner, the Raw Dad, Marcos Gonzalez. Um, arr, arr. um also, 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 one sweet. Yeah. Chris. Uh, <laughs> another not so hype episode of releases has. Uh, it's what we're doing today. 12 NXT stars have been released. We also got to talk about some free agency going on, too, with Bray Wyatt, Ric Flair, and maybe even Adam Cole. Yeah. It's like we missed like two up two weeks of wrestling, and it's like that's been like a month in wrestling time. But that's we're going to talk about this first. Yeah. Oh. So I'm going to just tell you right now that. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to digest. Yes. Like digest um Bray Wise release. Oh. Like I, I haven't even really begun to kinda let the NXT's releases that hasn't really sank in yet. No, I was, and, I that's what you were talking about. But yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. No, like um but yeah, let's no, go ahead and talk about Bray Wyatt real quick. I'm yeah. still yeah. Like out of all the releases, I'm still just I don't know what to think about that one. Yeah, you sent me that on Instagram, like, I think after, right after I woke up, and I was like, no way. I, yeah, I, I wanted to believe that that was a fucking fake news. I was like, dude, he made them so... I wonder if he, how much money he made them. A lot? I mean, because like, I remember... With the Fiend, especially with the Fiend yeah. character. Yeah. I wonder how much money he made them. And I wonder... I want to know what happened. Because there's something had to have happened. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speculate, you know, on his mental health or anything. And because uh, I, I was my first guess, but, you know, I don't want to speculate on that unless, you know, he comes out and says, like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to do this, you know. That, and I'm not even thinking that. I'm talking about, I wonder what the relationship between Vince and Bray, you know, I wonder what happened there. I want to know if maybe they, they started butting heads because of him, mm-hmm. you know, not going over. Like me personally, he should have went over against Orton at WrestleMania. Orton would have survived that completely. He should be like undefeated. You know, I yeah. think I felt like ever since that one match with Seth and Hell in a Cell, like his character just went downhill. He was so fucking over there. It yeah. was so bad for. And there was a perfect storm when those two met. Of of. Seth Rollins just being his baby face that was like he he was riding that wave of when he first returned but mm-hmm. he was dying out especially after Triple H that whole rivalry with Triple H cuz like the build up was badass but the match wasn't that great so um ever since then the, the fans just kind of like start turning their back on him because of what he said on social media a lot yeah <laughs> and then yeah. And then 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 here comes Bray Wyatt reinventing himself with this fucking sick mask and new persona and then he has to fucking face Seth <laughs> that was a perfect storm of just seeing what happens when when a a, res, a wrestler is so unliked at that moment even though he's so good, doesn't matter anymore because this guy right here, this new persona that everybody's just eating up is just like fucking looking so badass. Like, like everybody's minds 
from what I was reading when this all happened is that he was the next Undertaker. I'm like, e- e- no, but he's he's the next the fiend. He has a way of possibly changing the way of we see a a a mystical uh, villain, as you can say, right? Because like the Undertaker yeah. had that mystique of being that that the Undertaker. Everything about yeah. the Undertaker was just so fucking uh, scary. But yeah. Bray, and Bray's was really good. It was done so well. And then somehow when he faced, when he runs into this wall that is known Mr. Goldberg, like Goldberg will always be Goldberg. It doesn't matter how old he is. No, no, no. You're, you're fucking full of shit, dude. I saw your promo. I didn't watch a lot of wrestling the last few weeks, but I did see the promo. You, you, you're not Goldberg anymore. Shut the fuck. He's not anymore. So, but the, yeah, but that, but that Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, and that they, didn't they, make uh, any sense. They had to edit out uh, the chance too. Of we want Bray, and you know, uh, I think they even called him Oldberg instead of Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> like I've always called him. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just bad. Yeah, situation. I mean, right now Goldberg coming back and facing Bobby Lashley, I'm okay with that as long as Bobby Lashley goes over, right? I'm okay with that. Yeah, it won't be long, but the whole buildup, I don't really care for. I don't want to hear it, especially right now after what happened with Bray. Everybody knows, like, and and, and I think a lot of people would probably say that when Bray lost to Goldberg, that's when he went downhill. That character went downhill. It wasn't as appealing anymore because. It was defeated by Oldberg, mm-hmm. you know. So essentially, you just like blew away that mystique, and maybe Vince was—that was Vince saying that he wasn't still confident in Bray, which would be horrible if that was the case, because Bray reinvented himself in a way that you haven't seen up until that point. Like Kane did that for for like a split second, being corporate Kane, and then being the mask. And him acting like he did, or when he was like trying to be normal, acted like yeah. he didn't know what happened. And he was, yeah, but it didn't really f- click. It worked for what it was, but it didn't click like this because everybody knows who Bray Wyatt is. And they, I think a lot of people all understand that this man has a, a vision and a brain for the business and for a character, especially one that he created. Yeah. Essentially, right? You know, the mask being done the way it was, the, the I can't remember the guy that made it, but he's the one that also made the, I think the mask for Slipknot, I think that's what it was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's what, that's what I think. I, I need to look it up and, and make sure, because I think Bernie and I were, my brother was like reading into it, because once he saw that I showed him the mask, because he's not a wrestler, he, well, he's a fan, but he's not a fan like we are. Yeah. So, he's a casualty. And and he's just like when I showed him that he's like, dude, what the? That is so cool. And then he started looking up. It looks like Slipknot. I was like, yeah, it does, right? You know, I think it would have been cool if uh, they ended up having Slipknot as one of his theme songs, performing. Oh like, yeah, like performing it, like yeah. their version of that song. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. but you know that was Vince doesn't do that. He does in house shit, which uh, still that. That that entrance song that he has, fucking hell yeah! I think it was so badass. Yeah, it was nice. Um, I also want to mention a few things. Like, he was a homegrown talent of theirs. Yeah, you know, Husky so, Harris. Yeah, and he's like every iteration of Bray. Like, 
she knocked out of the park, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. uh, it's just so weird that, like, like you said, he, he's a moneymaker in merch. And, you know, yeah, I think back to even, like, when he was doing, like, the Firefly stuff. Like, yeah. Um, like, how the, the whole crowd will have their phones light up and just wave along to his music. That's just genuine, like, love for him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, Especially... It's, that's just organic stuff. You can't like, yeah. you know, write that. You can't force that like no. down people's throats, you know. And he was kind of technically getting force fed to the crowd, but they didn't give a shit. They loved it. They yeah, they still loved him. Like it wasn't like what happened with Roman because Roman wasn't allowed to really open up and be him. Yeah. So what you got is what you got, and it was like we don't want to see this. We know what he is, and just let him be him. We don't want to see this, but when Bray was being fed to them, to all the fans and and I and yourself, we ate it up. It was so fucking good. Like he was, he's really fucking good. He's too good of a superstar uh, to let go and and just say, oh, go 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 to AEW. We know you're going over there anyways, right? And you maybe we'll keep, he, we'll keep Goldberg though. Goldberg is where it's yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, in that sense, I'm like, all right, Vince, come on, what are you doing? You know, because that this is Vince's. Like, I'm pretty sure. I I just wonder if something happened, and I and I feel like it it, it has to do with him being kind of snubbed in every major match that where he probably should have been destroying these people. Yeah. Like. You know, when when he faced Goldberg, he should have won that. And, and when he uh, faced Randy every at WrestleMania, match. yeah, every match he, he should be like a, he should be like a Goldberg where he's just undefeated. Yeah, like never really defeat him. Yeah, you, you hardly get him to you hardly pin the Undertaker, especially when he was in that aura. You know, and it's like Brock Lesnar, he never fucking loses. Not many people have actually pinned Brock. More people now, over the last five years, they've been able to kind of get him to, you know, put over people. Yeah. But when he first came back, no, 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 no. Brock wasn't losing to nobody. And when the last person he, when he, when he came back, the last person he had gotten pinned by was Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. So and before Goldberg, you know, because he he lost to Goldberg, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just like it's so weird that you're still going to bank on Goldberg when when you know that it's, it's there's no equity that like there's no there's no plus side with him. Unless with if you're having him go over, right? You know, I know the whole reason was just because you know he was supposed to win the title and then lose it, drop it, you know, hey, I'm a champion, drop it. You know, and when he, what sucks is like he ends up facing Braun at WrestleMania, loses to Braun, and Braun's no longer in the company. Yeah. How is a 60-year-old man outlasting these young guys right now? It only works like, it only works like two matches a year, maybe. Yeah. And then like, they're all like five, ten minute matches. And, and, And no one, and no one is like, oh. We can tolerate this. Nobody's tolerating it. The nostalgic of it, yeah. But after the the, the dust clears, when he wrestles, it's like, oh, God, please just be safe. 
get, get this match over with safely. Yes, yes. Like, you want him to make it home. That's all mm-hmm. you want. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be in the ring right now. Yeah. Listen to The Undertaker. <laughs> he ain't doing it anymore. He's finally just said, I'm done. <laughs> you know. Yeah, especially a guy like him who loves the business so much. He, yeah. he doesn't want to be done, but... You know, his body's just telling him to be done. Um, but yeah, you, know who, you, you know who else said uh, he's done is Ric Flair. The fact that, like, a guy like him, that, like, most people who don't even watch wrestling know who he is. And for him to say, like, you know what? I, I can't I can't be working here anymore. I, I'm done. And that's basically what happened with him. They yeah. just come well, to terms. Yeah, well, I, what I read it was basically he said that he, like he came out and said that he has no ill fact with WWE. We just yeah. ran our course, and it was time for me to move on. Well, you know, I love them, and I always will. You know, they have a special place. Without them, I wouldn't. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So you know, I don't think there's ill fact there. I think no, that, I don't think so either. But I, I, I know I he think, wasn't. I know. I know he wasn't really a fan of like him being like Lacey Evans, like baby daddy, or, or like her boyfriend, and. And the way that maybe he doesn't, I've heard maybe he doesn't like the way that Charlotte's being booked, but at the same time, like that's just a little rumor long t- attached to that book because Charlotte's like the female John Cena right now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but it's just that's just crazy for him to just be unhappy and yeah. just be like, you know what, I, I'm good, guys. I, I don't need your money anymore. I'll just do my own thing, which he is. He's doing like car commercials and stuff. Yeah, like, I think because he wanted to do out things outside of the E that was going to make him money. I think with his contract with them, it was going to tie him up from doing things like that. Yeah. So I think that's why he, like he started, that might've led to him being unhappy, especially with everything that's been going on with the booking. Like you said, I think a lot of things like that would come into effect. And, you know, I, I do, I do get why people leave, you know, mm-hmm. but just like, I, I I enjoy when people leave the right way, you know, from a, from yeah. a company, you know, like Rick, look, Rick, he, 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 well, he said, I thank you for everything, you know, but we ran our course. We're moving yeah. on. You know, there's no reason for me to be there. As, as at the end of the day, that's basically what he's saying. Now he can yeah. do what he wants to do. If he wants to show up on AEW, let him show up on AEW. If he wants to go to Impact for to do a little woo, woo, woo shit. If he wants to go to Ring of Honor and fuck with Jay Lethal again. He can do that. It's Rick fucking Flair, you know. You do whatever he wants, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dirtiest player in the game, baby. <laughs> Sixteen-time champion. Damn right, not John Cena. <laughs> I can't see him. <laughs> and then we gotta talk about Adam Cole. I know we have like different opinions of what's going on with him, but so according to like a lot of reports, his contract ran up right around a Great American Bash, and that was in. Right at the beginning of July, yeah, and they like, just extended it until this time. Yeah, he like he has such a loyalty to Sean and Triple H that he's like, yeah, I know it's expired, um, but I'll work till like SummerSlam and try to figure out what I want to do from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, what's your take on it? Well, that just shows like how good of a guy Adam is to. The company, you know, yeah. and how he feels about the company. Like, yeah, it ran out, but I'm still like, and nobody really knew about it, which is kind of weird too. Um, but 
yeah, it just shows how good of a guy he is. Be like, yeah, I'll I'll stick around for a little while. You know, the big event like SummerSlam and NXT take over thirty six, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah? It's the same weekend, so <sighs> I could see both sides like for him to want to stay because that's the dream for any wrestler to go to WWE, you know, and maybe he does go to main roster like you said. I just see more pros for him to go to AEW than um, and that's not being an AEW shill either. I just you know his his best friends are running the company. His girlfriend works there. Um, he'd be working less and still making good money. Um, and I know he loves doing Twitch. Like I, like I feel like he's gotten more popular. Um, but with doing up the up up down down with Xavier Woods, like playing Uno, like. I, I think I told you this, but during the first part of the pandemic, that's why I watch, like, to help me, like, get through, like, uh, my dep- really depression days, like, was them playing Uno for, like, an hour, like, him, Cesaro, and Tyler Breeze, and Xavier Woods, and he's got a lot of fans over that, and, like, he gets more, like, comments and questions about Uno and video games now than his wrestling stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of that goes down to uh, what if he can find out what are their intentions with him moving forward in WWE. I feel yeah. like that's I think that's what's going that might be going on. You know, that's my mm-hmm. assumption. Just because like Adam Cole, though he is he is not as big, as tall, blah, 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 whatever you want to say. He makes up for all those shortcomings that these people believe that he has, right? By being fucking technical. Mm -hmm. So precise. And, And just being the it factor. Like, when he walks in the room, you know that's a main eventer. Like, I, I don't care what anybody wants to say about Adam Cole. That is a main eventer. Mm-hmm. I, I think if the idea is to bring him to the main roster and eventually be the guy then I think he will stay regardless of how much they pay him. I think that's the only way you can get Adam Cole to stay with WWE going forward is if you can somehow lock him in and say, we don't know when, but when the right time comes with the story, you're going to be the champion. You're going to become WWE champion. And if that's his aspirations to get there and become the champion, the guy, and this is maybe what Triple H and Sean are probably telling him, Sean did it. Sean's like the biggest example for him. Sean yeah, wasn't big. He wasn't, he's one of the most greatest showmen ever. Sean yep. Michaels is one of the greatest showmen ever. Yep. Nobody sells like him. And nobody can get 
can do the super kick like he can. And, and the man just threw his body on the line. He walks the way he walks now. He has to deal with the, he has to deal with now. But he was the one of the greatest. If he can do it, you know that's what Adam Cole's thinking in his head. I'm standing next to the guy that I looked up to. And I'm standing next to him now. And I know he's telling me what he's telling me. Does money really matter? Does that over there on the other side really matter that much? My wife, I will understand. Because she is the fucking shit over there. And here in WWE, she would just be another wrestler. Sadly. Because there's so many freaking women that are so good on this roster. It blows. Especially on NXT, right? It blows AEW out of the water. And in in a few years, AEW will have a roster like that. Oh, yeah. Because they're still building that roster. That's, That's great. That company is only two, year, two years old, maybe three. Yeah. You know. So yeah, so so it and to have Britt Baker over there, that's the best thing you can fucking have. You know, if I think if Adam Cole goes over there, what is his aspirations over there? What is he gonna do if if his mentality is to be the greatest wrestler of all time? If that's what drives him. Then what is he doing over in AEW? There's no history there, really. There's no cemented thing. You want to come to something that's going to be historic for you and, and, and with legacy and lesions, right? And, and that's what WWE is right now. It's, it's the mecca. AEW's getting there, and they have this fan base, and they have the, the audience, and they have the sellouts. They're, they're really storming so fast. They're, they're like literally zero to 100 real quick. You know, they like started from the bottom, now we're here. Like two yeah. years later, so they're they're almost there. Like the roster that they have now, it doesn't matter if they're from WWE. It doesn't fucking matter. It's all that matters is that they can go and they can tell a story. You know, I'm just being honest with you. I don't mind what's going on with the releases entirely because I can. I I'm seeing that you're starting to see the split between um the shows now. You're starting to see a healthier roster for everybody. WWE is no longer withholding all these wrestlers. Before they were, I, I feel like they were just doing it because there was no competition. They wanted to fight amongst themselves. So why not bring as many people as we can that are so fucking good? And and now that we have this competition, you know, at the same time we want to beat them, but. How are we going to be competitive if we're just fighting amongst ourselves because we have the greatest wrestlers right now? You know, in that yeah. sense, I think that maybe like it's just my mentality of it, of the releases. That's probably the reason why it's like it's good for everybody. A lot of these people can go to places that they can actually showcase themselves and and, and prove to a lot of people that may have a doubts doubt of them. And like a guy like Jake Atlas. I've been pulling for that guy for so many years as we move into the NXT uh, releases. Well, I just want to make one more point before we go to them. Okay. And uh, what's, what worries me, though, is like what Adam Cole, like a lot of people, you know, say the thing about him being so small and stuff. And like Vince, like they've got big guys, but he released like some of the best big guys, mm-hmm. you know, recently, you know, uh, one being Braun Strowman and then him. 
making Karen Cross lose like a bunch on the main roster. And yeah. same thing with Keith Lee. Like Keith Lee looks like, you know, he's he should be like a main eventer too. Like that's that's a big guy that like, you know, I, you'd think that he'd love to get his hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got him, but he's just floundering. And then before we get into the NXT as well, we got to like Ruby Soho. Or you know, formerly Ruby Ruby Riot. Because I just I just thought about it that too when you mentioned the women's division for AEW and they she could be going there now like from what I'm we're seeing from rumors and stuff. Yeah, she's on her way there. I think the rumors have already said that she signed a contract. Already, and the only like I I talked about it with some friends before too. Um, I, I'm only like wary about these rumors with AEW like people signing with them because they usually like make those signings like a surprise. Like you never you don't really see it coming. Like you kinda have like a little suspicion. But uh-huh. then when they show up, you're like, oh, what Mark Henry's here? What Sting is here? Like what? It's Sting. It's it's Sting. Sting. <laughs> and like Malachi Black is already here. Like oh, I'm like, so Jesus. mad I missed that match. It's only five minutes long. It's it's on YouTube on their on their official YouTube page. Oh, really? oh my gosh. I'll talk to you. I've seen I've been seeing clips and I've seen like that he's was just destroying. He did. It was like it was like a squash. Like Cody is the man. Like uh he he let Alistair squash him. Like he like Brody Lee uh squashed him in that match. And it was like the same kind of ending where like um he didn't he didn't even properly pin him. Like Malachi just put his foot on his chest and it was a one, two, three. Yeah. Before we get into that, you know, we'll get into that some more. Um, yeah. But yeah, but uh, Ruby coming to AEW, uh, that, that, that's fucking awesome. I wonder Did if you Sarah... talk about, you know, uh, AEW's one division not being there. That would be a great help. Yeah. Very great help. That's what I'm saying. Healthy rosters for everybody. I'm I'm big side I'm I'm sad, right? But after seeing the debut of Malachi Black and seeing how he has kind of you know Tommy End has kind of moved, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what the fuck this can go. You know, and that's the same sense I got for everybody else that's leaving. Denny. Um, what I will say. Uh, with these NXT releases today, the belief is um, what I just read from ringside. Uh, it appears that they are going to be rebranding NXT. What? From the way it's shot, they want to bring in younger talent and have young talent. Like, kind of bring it back to what it was back in the day. Just, like, really start. Basically, just, like, they're trying to. I feel like they're just trying to, like, show that you are not a main roster. You are a developmental roster. Yeah, yeah, this is why I talked about, uh, too, is, like, with some friends. Um, I feel like this is, like, Vince punishing NXT. Mm-hmm. For losing the AEW in the ratings war, mm-hmm. like with him, like I said, with him jumping out Karen Cross, him doing all these, like these big releases, and uh, it's just, it just makes me hard to watch NXT. 
I'm still watching it just because, like, I I just I have to, but I haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. So I've, I've just seen clips here and there, but yeah, they have been suffering. I'm starting to realize it more. Yeah, for a while, for a while there, I was trying, I was trying my best to like, uh, kind of turn a blind eye. But I think ever since the way uh, started, kind of way something, something like maybe like two months ago, I want to say, um, right before I think they uh, switched to Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like right around that time is when. You started seeing the fall, and it's kind of suck sucky because what Escobar and Legado is doing with Swerve and Hit and, Row, uh, Hit Row, their feud is really good. I've been able to watch that, like the like the clips on that. Mm-hmm. Their feud is really good. Like yeah. if you're looking for anything kind of like surge from NXT right now. They're it. Those those men and and women are it. The energy they have, the the spunk they have, the, the desire to be the what they are. So you know, there, there's there's good and bad, and it's just like what's going on with Eddie in general. Uh, there's good and bad, uh, but there's so many platforms of Eddie, right? That's why it's so like apparent what's going on. Um, that's like Vince is just like, but whether it's Vince or whether it's uh, that con guy, they're just like cleaning house for whatever reason. Uh, it, there's a there's a reasoning behind everything, and we don't really know, but we're speculating only because, oh, it's like what the fuck is going on? Exactly. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Are y'all like literally at? about to admit that you guys are going bankrupt <laughs> you know is that what's happening is vince like trying to pull they out can't. of the company yeah they, I, I know they can't but i know they, they made so much money with that peacock deal you know yeah, with saudi arabia too yeah so um, like there's a lot but i don't i just wonder what's going on um but to your whole thing nxt releases today man um I'll uh, I'll read them off to you. Okay. Today's NXT releases uh, included Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Jake Atlas, Mercedes Martinez, Asher Hall, Giant Zangier, and uh, Zachariah. Smith, Ari Sterling, and somebody that I'm really surprised that, that they released him, Kona Reeves. Yeah. You remember Kona Reeves, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got squashed by uh by Patrick. Also yeah. known as Velveteen. Um no no no, that wasn't Velveteen. No, he got squashed by who did he get squashed by when we were at the at the house show? I think it was I think it what might have been I think it might have been Alistair, actually. Alistair yes, Matt. it was. It was Malachi. Okay. Yeah. So it was Malachi. Yeah. Because I remember him jumping in and out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we saw him there that night. I don't remember what I said to you, but <clears throat> after seeing him live that day, 
I knew this kid has something, and then I watched him on NXT throughout the years when he was on television. Um, he knew he was a devel- de- developmental um, athlete. He, he yeah. really was somebody you can probably keep in the business for like 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And then within those 20, 30 years, he's going to become an intercontinental champion, a tag team champion, and maybe a WWE champion. Maybe. Right, uh, but, um, I I wouldn't say it. I know he was very young, but yeah, he, I, I he has, I he has a, to me he had the potential to do that. Yeah, he had definitely had potential. Like even yeah. like he could have been like a backstage guy, like an agent or have you seen a coach. him lately? No, look him up on Instagram, dude. He 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 has really changed himself from that act that he had. I okay. think if they I think if they would have let him come back on television for a little bit to see how his new act would have worked. I can't remember the last time I even seen him on NXT. Honestly, no, it's been a couple years. It's been about exactly. two years. Yeah. So, but I think because he was so arrogant and as his character, I felt like they just wanted to take him off television to see if he can kind of still learn. Because he was a working project, even though he was he was part of the the legacy, the legends of a uh, of the Samoa. You know, he's like a cousin to The Rock. I think one a nephew, whatever. He's, I wouldn't he's be surprised. Part of, He's a part of that family. He's a part of the, the family. They have, they have such a big family. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you're a part. I wouldn't be surprised if you're a part of the family, honestly. Right? Dude, if I really was a Samoa, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I would be so fucking like, dude, what do we do? How do we do this? Oh, my God. Because like, it's a whole different culture and it's very badass like like yeah they're they're probably ninety uh, percent of them are probably all tougher than me not probably are <laughs> so um I'm sure you yeah. like the kid like the twelve year olds they have I was like tougher yeah, 12 year than like yeah yeah the <laughs> beat my ass he told me yeah. was probably the same size as me like oh shit bro yeah they might <laughs> eat you yep. um, um but yeah I always felt like that he really did have that potential um, so I mean, I the whole list is just a surprise. Like Mercedes Martinez, like she's just, mm-hmm. you know, I know she's been out because of Zia Lee. I feel like Zia Lee could, could should have been the one that's released, if anything. You know, she she gave her a concussion. We need to release a person that came up with the idea <laughs> of this new gimmick of theirs. Uh, yeah. I- I'm going to say it for you because I know you're thinking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I said, maybe that's, that, that was their, their idea. Anyways. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I, I didn't understand Mercedes Martinez, but at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I would like to see her pass through AEW for like an open challenge match, and if she does sign, that's cool. But I would like to see her on on Impact. Um, of course, Leon Ruff is another guy we've been high on. You know, uh-huh. he had that amazing match with you know Swerve when he just started doing Hit Row. And like we were like, okay, this guy's gonna be pushed to the moon. This guy's gonna be like the next Daniel Bryan, the next Sami Zayn, like the ultimate underdog. And then you and never they, seen him on TV after that. Nope. They they vamoosh son of a bitch's ass, and he gone now. Tyler Rust isn't you know, he part of? He's part Diamond. Dynam- yeah, he's part of Diamond Mine. I I wonder how that was gonna work with him that in that. Cause I really thought he was on his way out too. I I, I wasn't surprised by him. 
I remember you saying like, uh, I feel like this should get rid of Tyler Russ too. And then and I guess you got your wish. Yeah. Cause like he didn't, they weren't really doing nothing with him. Even when he got signed, he got signed a couple of months ago. Right. No, a year ago. I think he, like a year ago or a month ago, a couple months ago. It wasn't, he hasn't been in the company for about like maybe nine months and he already yeah. got released. Yeah. Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't really give him a fair shake. But at the same I mean, sense, I know you didn't want him to be released, but I just know you didn't, you didn't, you know, maybe yeah. need to do his own thing or something else. Or... Yeah, I wanted him away from Diamond Mind. He didn't need to be in Diamond Mind. <laughs> like but he yeah. had no, I don't know his his background, but yeah. I, I didn't. He didn't need to be a part of that. Like I was like, no, he needs to be on his own. Personally, maybe I think he needed to be on his own. Maybe one of the four people that that listens to the podcast is like the head guy releases. I'm like, oh, Marco said. Uh, he didn't want him part of the diamond. We'll, we'll let him like we'll let him go. Just yeah. in general. <laughs> See what you did, Marcos. See what yeah. you did. Well, if that was the case, then why ain't two <laughs> ever rise? You know, why ain't they still back, motherfuckers? They had a great match too. They had a great match. They did. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I didn't get to watch it. I'm still. That's one of the things I want to watch. I have like a bunch of matches that I I want to watch, and they're like one of the big ones. Yeah. You know, he went to show rules. He went to Eddie Kingston. Uh, he's like, "You want to take a swing at me? You want to take a swing at me? <laughs> <laughs> no problem." Dude, that, I, I, that, that was so funny. You ain't gotta ask Eddie twice. You dope. And he's like, "Okay." I, I can't believe they fucking called out Moxley and Eddie Kingston. <laughs> and Darby. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I understood Darby. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> They had a, I know we're getting Star Trek, but they also had a great interaction with Sting, like um, oh, 2.0. Like they, uh, I think they're on the outside and they're like they're trying to help each other like get up, and then like yeah. they they bump into Sting, they look up, and they're like, like oh my god, it's Sting, and they got <laughs> they're like they they're like, they froze how uh, scared they were. Then Darby does that low pay suicida that that looks uh, amazing, and just takes them both out. I'm gonna have to definitely watch it then because yes, yeah, so good. Probably the first one I watched now because of you saying that. <laughs> I, I'm imagining it, and I'm like, this isn't doing it justice. I need to watch the fucking match. <laughs> you know, what? I don't think I, I can't remember they have like a theme song in AEW, but I couldn't remember the names of the guy, the characters for a minute. But those guys remind me of Bulk and Skull on the Power Rangers, and they need to have their theme song. <laughs> Uh, yo, yo. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, Bulk and Skull 2.0. Hey, it works. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you, if uh, anybody that knows, like, if, if anybody that listens to us, uh, if they want to at Chase Parker or at you know Ma- Matt Montel, and uh, let them know that we want to call them Bulk and Skull 2.0. Yeah. Don't don't kill me though, because uh, I I don't want to take a swing at you, <laughs> dude. I love that. I love when he does that. You want to take a swing at me? <laughs> no problem. I'm like, dude, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> You're literally asking to be hurt. Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, I I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. Anyways, um, man, um, but yeah, um, two Ronson two guys Reed. that like to bring the yeah, Bronson Reed. They like to bring the hurt. Dude, this was my wish. It's all gone now. 
but I really wished. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Mad Dragon. Just kidding. Uh, I really wished they could have let him go to the main roster and just be Roman's secret weapon. For real. Like Not related to the fucking family, but he's a secret weapon. <laughs> yeah. Like, he could have been, like, his bodyguard or something. Um, or it could have been, like, another person's bodyguard, like yeah. any other little guy that's the, on the main. He, yeah, he could have been the Usos uh, enforcer. You yeah. Know, it, it could have been something like that. Like, I would have been so down for us a full staple Samoa, like a full Samoan staple. And having yeah. Bronson Reed, and then and then I forget the other guy's name. He goes with a different, different name now, but he's still with Dodie, which is surprising. Um, but having those guys like this, just I, I would have been like, oh, you got two young talents, and you got the Usos, and you got Roman, and then you got Paul Heyman. Like, bro, man, this can be like like the legit fucking shit. But no, they ain't doing it. Bronson Reed gone. And he's a Vince guy too. Like he's huge. And he can move. Mm-hmm. I'm like like what 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 is what what made you see him like, you know what, we gotta let this guy go. Mm-hmm. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish another one too. Bobby Fish, I'm not surprised. Maybe because he's so injury prone, I guess. No not only that, but I think you know, when he came back, there was nothing for him. They didn't do nothing with him. Just I mean, kind of came his back. Fault. Yeah, but I feel like that that was a sign. Yeah, that was a sign from Daddy from NXT. Maybe that. Oh, uh, yeah, don't get too comfortable. You know. Sadly. And then the other, the other four, I don't really know too much about. Do you know like Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Sanser, or Stephen Smith? They're all prospects. They were just prospects that didn't just make it, I guess. You know. That's kinda of like how um Brandy Lauren or she was gonna be Skylar Story, like she didn't get a chance yet. Mm-hmm. Like damn. Yeah, it's just unfortunate um that these 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 things happen. Um they're rebranding apparently. Uh, I feel like they're just trying to figure out how to uh, combat against AEW when they really shouldn't be doing that. They should be like, okay, we're just going to let NXT do NXT. What's funny is, too, like, uh, Nick Khan and Vincent Mann, was, they did, like, an open call, and somebody did ask about his opinion about AEW, but he didn't even think that they're a competition. Yeah. Um, you don't see, he don't see them as competition. Okay. I mean, it, he has a point. He doesn't. Why should he? They're not. They're not bringing revenue like he is. They're not worth what he is. Like, put, put, Daddy Khan's money aside. Not Tony's. Okay. Not not what he not what they have outside away from what Jacksonville and all that. And we're gonna put that away. How much is AEW revenueing now? That's what really matters. They've been they've been number one. Yeah, and, and ratings and that, the past four weeks and Wednesdays, and they but, just sold out the United Center, which holds twenty four thousand people. But which, uh, any other wrestling company hasn't done that since WCW. Uh-huh. 
but revenue. How much are you paying? How much are your tickets worth? Because you know AEW can be cheap, selling them cheaper. So how much revenue are you really pulling in? That's that's what matters. And and for Vince's eyes, he's like, I don't see it. You're you're nowhere close to me right now. In his mind, they're nowhere close to him. But in reality, they are storming so fast to you. And if Vince doesn't like acknowledge them, if Vince doesn't acknowledge them soon, they're gonna be in front of him completely. And then he's just gonna be the guy that's not gonna be like you know he really needs to let Triple H run the company fully. Uh, yeah, but I mean, as much as uh, I would want him to do that, I still like question that segment with uh, EO and Zoe Stark. <laughs> yeah. I think he just wasn't executed right between two. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. When I saw that, I was and like, I, "Just oh, yeah." For for, for those who haven't watched the NXT segment, it was Zoe Stark and Io Shirai at a Japanese restaurant, and Zoe was like, "It was like our first time at a Japanese restaurant." Apparently, bullshit. She didn't like. She she didn't know what she thought. Like wasabi was guacamole, basically, um, and she was like. Rudely, like putting food and like and napkins, and just throwing them on the tape on the floor. It wasn't that kind of restaurant to do that. She threw octopus at the wall because mm-hmm. she didn't like the taste of octopus. I'm like, what? What? What None is going on here? None it was like a raw segment. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But and, and not know. a good raw segment. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That one's like, oh, that's a that's a mess. That was, but I mean, it is what it is. You you just kind of take it with whatever you take it with. Um, I think it's like what happens with the uh, those two right now. Like, what happens with those two? What do you do with them? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, the the, the NXT right now is just in a like. They're in limbo. Yeah. So, like, because you don't know who going to walk out as champion. The main champion on NXT. Like, they can go as, they, they could go Samoa, or they can just be like, no, we want Cross back on NXT. We're just going to go with him. You don't know. Uh, and just like yeah. the North American Championship, a swerve. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's on the collision course with uh, Escobar. But the question is, what are they doing with uh, Hit Row? Like, do you pull the trigger and just let them put over Escobar and then them go to the main roster? Or is it going to be Legado moving to the main roster? And if so, how long does Escobar roll with just those two? I don't know. That this is this is like NXT is really in limbo right now. All of a sudden, they were already, but I think they're more so now because of what just happened. There's not. Then, there's no knowing anymore. And then the main event for that for the episode was like Johnny and uh, Dexter Loomis fighting for Indy's love. I guess. Like, index, index, index. You son of a bitch, Dexter. 
<laughs> so my girl, they were. Uh, I hope you didn't watch the ending of NXT, dude, because they were kissing, making out. What's and, like, and 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 Indy was making out with her thumbs. Like it was some. It was so dumb too, because the booking, like Johnny won, uh-huh. and then like so that means like Indy is supposed to go with the way, yeah, and then. She was like, "Fuck it, I will still go with Dexter." So Dexter should have won. Like, why did you? Why did you do that, that weird kind of booking? If, and if anything, she just should have won. Like, you know, just ran to me instead. But you know, that's a whole different subject. Well, um, I think this is just my thinking. <laughs> I think that, which my think doesn't give two shits about nobody, right? <laughs> Somebody said they give shits. No, uh, um, but I feel like NXT uh, faithful, like the Triple H and Sean and them. I believe they 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 think of uh, Dexter as indisposable, and he can't be phased by a wins or lost records. He's not defined by that. He's defined by his character. And how I'm just saying. Done. I'm just saying. You're gonna like, you know, have that ending. Mm-hmm. You know. You should you should have let him win, but it, it not, if it doesn't matter, then you should have let him win. Yeah, it, it, it would make more sense right. for the story. Yeah, you're right, but it but it but also it wouldn't though because how it ended is this the end of the way? I mean, but yeah, but so he should have won then. That could have been the end of the way, right? Right then and there, uh, fucking Austin Theory left. He's index is the thing now. You son. Bitch, and so he should have won. So I'm like, why did what was the point of him losing to Johnny then? Like that's just weird booking. So that's not even the more you know, not even the booking is weird. So I'm like, yeah, Ugh. but it's more dramatic. <sighs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that's, like just, that's the shitty part about it. It's more dramatic, so they're like, okay, we're gonna go. It just makes no sense, honestly. Like I know what you're saying, but it's still. I'm 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 still going my way. Like that, that motherfucker should have won. <laughs> I didn't want you're him to right. win. I'm not. I'm. I'm honestly not even disagree with you. I think he should have won. I'm just saying that 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 that's their thinking, maybe because just the simple fact that Dexter does lose a lot. He doesn't win. He doesn't. He doesn't go over on a storyline as often as people think, right? And the motherfucker hasn't said a fucking word. Nope. Can somebody find out if he talks? Remember when he was like staring at Indy? He was like, "No, shut up! You talk too much." And he didn't say. A, he didn't even say a word. Yeah. That shit's so funny. Um, but it's gonna be uh, very comical to see how those two coexist at, on on screen with these two yeah. with this per- with their personas the way they are and the characters. Um, does the spell the end of the way? It's probably on the wall as uh, theory has been doing dark matches on and, and been on backstage at Raw or and SmackDown. So there's a big chance that we're going to see Austin Theory on the main Raw. Yeah. Uh, we don't know where, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, but that's probably the reason why the way is just abruptly just being split. That sucks. Yeah. That's what hurts me the most. It's like, damn, we're really, we're really going to do this right yep. now. Right now, yep. when they were white hot, and about to be back in front of crowds and stuff, 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They, they've been so white hot during the pandemic and after, like, even, like, right now, right? But it's just like, fuck, they're just going to burn them out now because, like, you know, they're they're probably moving people around. And maybe Johnny is finally going to the main roster, too. I don't know. Because, like, if they're rebranding and they're starting to restructure the, the rosters and stuff like that, I probably fully expect them to finally move on and say, yeah, let's just start moving people up to the main roster and uh, let's see, let's just get younger. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's what's going on. We don't know. <sighs> yeah. Dude. I want to give like a short summary of my experience at Fight for the Fallen last yeah. week for sure. Dude. Uh, Dude. It was so fun. Um, uh, the seating was for me was like, was. I, my, the seat I got was not too bad. But at the same time, like we we're all like kind of squished in. So like, but I stayed in that. Like, so just imagine. COVID? <laughs> I hold that. <laughs> I wore my mask when I was oh, there. Okay, cool. So, how, how but, many, was it mandated? No. Okay. Um. So, but one funny thing leading up to like us getting into the building was like it was so hot that day. It was like ninety something degrees, and we waited like. 20 minutes in line with no Scorch shading. Earth. Yeah. And like, I remember as like we were getting into the door, they opened the doors for us. We're like, yeah, AC. Mm-hmm. And it's the, Bo- it's the Bojangles Coliseum. So I want to get uh, some context to that. But then they closed the door on us. We're like, what? Boo. And like people started chanting, Boo. KSC, KSC, KSC. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders, we love the Colonel. We love the Colonel. <laughs> and, then, said. <laughs> and then, right at as soon as like we were actually like getting into the door, I hear like a Call of Duty uh online lobby like argument going on like right beside me, and it was so weird. It was like two guys, and one guy was like arguing to the other guy like that AEW. And WWE is going to plan like an invasion angle on each other. I'm like, what? Is that what you're talking about? And they're like having a shouting match at each other about it. Like, uh, that, that, the storyline is going to happen. And I was like, do you guys know you get, you're not behind keyboards right now? You're, you're in each other's faces. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was just so puzzled that this was happening. It's like, uh, are you guys okay? Have you not <laughs> been outside since the pandemic started? Exactly. That's all I was thinking. I was like, you're not behind a screen and a keyboard right now, guys. <laughs> uh, some people just don't give a shit, dude, at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and some people are, are just fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tony Khan was like the first person we saw besides like Justin Roberts like coming out and I was like what so uh, to me that was like you know like Vince McMahon coming out you know to say like what's up and that was like cool like he came out like two or three different times Um, the dark matches were fun to watch live like versus like you know you had to watch them on YouTube you know because like like you said before, it's like the house matches, you know, like the house shows, and that's what that's what the vibe gave me when I was watching them live, and it was fun. Um, that's the whole show was fun. I did have there was there were some audio issues. If you watched the promo that Ricky Starks cut last week in the ring, 
you hear the crowd saying saying we can't hear you because like his oh. audio wasn't that loud Shit. and and he he starts talking about brian cage for a second it's like you guys can't hear me because y'all are in inbreds and i'm like <laughs> oh we heard that yeah <laughs> Say, like, oh wait, your your mic like that'd be funny. They would have said, "Your mic is fixed. Your mic is fixed." Say, <laughs> like, oh shit, they couldn't hear me. Oh, oh fuck. But I mean, Ryan Cage immediately come out like two seconds afterwards. I'm like, oh, thank God this this segment is over. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the show kind of the show quality kind of dipped after the opening match. I don't know if you saw it. Was the whole ten men tag? With Dark Order and the Elite, I feel like the show dipped for a while until like the main event with Nick Gage and Chris Jericho, which that was that was like kind of hard to watch live. Oh, really? Yeah. How so? Because you know he used like pizza slice, a pizza cutter, glass, the light tubes, the whole shebang of a Nick Gage match. It's just like, I mean. I watched the Matt Cardona match that you had beforehand. Now I, I watched that at home, and there were parts where I had to turn away watching oh, it from the TV. I kind of had to do the same thing with the Chris Jericho Nick Gage match. Oh, damn, dude! Yeah, I, I just um, my my question to that is this: Where are the fucking scars on Chris Jericho's head? He had a huge, huge bandaid on on his forehead on the recent episode of uh, Dynamite. Did you watch that match with him and Juven Tukurero? Um, no. And you know why? <laughs> you know why? 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 Did Did you watch the video that I sent you? The, the most recent match he had with Chavo Guerrero. Oh no, I, I didn't get a chance to. It's if, like if you if you were to watch that match, uh, that's exactly how this match was going to go. With Chris Jericho and Hubert Tugero. They're, 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 they're fucking legends. Let's be mm-hmm. real with you with everybody. They're fucking legends. Um, Hubert Tugero is, is a fucking legend. But when you put two guys that are probably past their prime, yeah, I don't, don't want to offend them. It was, it was pretty rocky within the yeah. first few minutes of that match. Um, so. The the finish was pretty cool, but yeah. yeah, yeah, the finish was pretty cool. I watched that part, yeah. but um, yeah. really expect those two to uh, put on a fucking classic like they once what could have. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just nostalgic, and it was all for that. And it's just crazy that it was all from a comment that Chris Jericho made. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The callback. Uh huh. So that was pretty cool touch as to why who Guerrero was his opponent. Um, but now, who does he have to face now? Wardlow, which is kind of lame. Like for a but third. Isn't, isn't MJF uh, a special referee? No, like. <sighs> I think JR fucked up on that. I remember JR saying that, but uh, he's just going to be ringside. Okay. Which he should be the special referee. I don't know if they're going to change it or not, but yeah. But he just said he'd be ringside. I'm like, 
that's not really special. Damn. Yeah. And like the fifth labor is going to be MJF. So I'm like, uh, okay. I, th- I thought there's going to be more stakes leading up to uh, MJF. But okay. Uh, what, what is your take on, on their feud? I kind of hope it uh, leads to maybe uh, time off for Chris Jericho. I know he was announced to be a part of the commentary table for Rampage, which is I think is where too. Uh-huh. The commentary table is going to be four people. Us, Excalibur, Chris Jericho, and Mark Henry. So I'm like, I'm like, that's the format. That's too many people up. talking. Exactly. <laughs> so how can I keep up with y'all and still watch a match? What the fuck? Yeah. Damn. Like, I thought it was gonna just be a two, three man, at least on like how dynamite is, but uh, four people. I don't know, but hey, look, man, people still watch AEW, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see how it is next week. Mm-hmm. That was uh, since that's gonna be the first episode of, the, of Rampage. And you know, um, I'm listening to like you know, I was talking to friends and listening to different podcasts about CM Punk going to be at the second episode, which is the so United Center uh, Arena. Like, what if he doesn't come? Like, because <laughs> what if? Because when they announced it, when I was mm-hmm. at Fight for the Fallen, and you hear, including me, who's not a big CM Punk fan, like I was along with the CM Punk chants when they said, "Oh, we're going to Chicago," and uh, and like two weeks, and Darby does that promo. Like, yeah, AEW is the place to be. You want to like prove that you're the best in the world. And again, CM Punk chance came out. So I'm like, what if it's like, <sighs> what if it's just what? Like Daniel Bryan instead. I, f- I feel like he would get booed out of the building, honestly, because <laughs> they're, they're expecting CM Punk. And, you know, Daniel Bryan is so beloved. It just reminds you of like I'm just thinking oh, about how Oh like, so you're 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 thinking like oh the, you're thinking that the Chicago faithful is gonna be pissed the fuck off if it's Daniel yeah. Bryan and not Stephen Bond. Yeah, it's kinda like when Daniel lost at Royal Wumble and Rey Mysterio was like the last entry and he got booed out of the building, like mm-hmm. which never happens to Rey Mysterio. Like, yeah. I would say this would be kinda cool. If um, if what you just said right happens, mm-hmm. and what'd you say again? What happens? So I'll oh, like off for a second. Um, like instead of CM Punk debuting yes. at Chicago, it's Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. Yes. So, what if like the whole thing was to put them two in a feud together, right, against mm-hmm. each other? And then, like, so, like, oh, you guys will see the best in the world. And next thing you know, it's, you know, it's CM, it's not CM Punk. It's fucking Daniel Bryant. And they're like, boo. Yeah. And, and then out of nowhere, CM Punk jumps out of the crowd with a, in a jacket and, and hits Daniel Bryant with a chair and then takes his thing off. And then oh. all the personality pops out and he just goes, like, does the hand movement. What time is it? Clobbering time. That would be kind of fucking cool. 
That would, yeah, that would blow the roof off that place. Dude, yeah, because like, he, he, he loves doing run-ins. He did a run-in a couple – I mean, I think a year ago or two years ago at a, at a local like indie a show. a random indie show. Yeah. yeah. So you you would – this would play right into CM Punk's uh, wheelhouse if they did that. Um, I would I like it to be somebody else. Yeah. Not Daniel Bryant, but, you know. Like, let's say if uh, if those – if uh, those two uh, uh, Simone dissers that decided to talk shit about her on television from AEW, those two rappers, wannabe rappers. Didn't they say something about Simone? The, the two rappers from uh, AEW. Oh, Mass Caster? Yeah. And, they, you know, um, they, they went outside and they were rapping. Apparently, one of them said something about Simone... Uh, the fucking uh, gymnast. oh Simone Biles, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They didn't, yeah. they didn't like that. AEW cut all that out. But um, what if it was one of them rapping and then talking shit about CM Punk, and that's when he comes out and does that? Oh yeah, uh, like he's like he's gonna say like he's the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. And he gets like punked out. And then, then after he comes down there and he goes to the ring and he does that, and and he's out of talk, and then that's when Dan, uh, Darby Allen comes out. And challenges him with that's, Sting. That's your all-out match right there. This is CM Punk versus uh, Darby Allen. Dude, <laughs> I, I like, like I said, you know, I, I love, I actually enjoy CM Punk, but I don't care if he comes back, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm intrigued by the match between Darby Allen and, and CM Punk. I'm more intrigued with Darby Allen and, Daniel, and Brian Danielson, but um, if you're giving me CM Punk and, and Darby Allen, pff, let's fucking go. I'll, I'll take. That well, I, I I think I remember CM Punk saying that that's one of the guys that he would come back to wrestle if he were to come back. Like, Ooh, okay. Is is Darby like among other people? I, I remember one of them was uh, Powerhouse Hobbs as well. I do I do know about Powerhouse Hobbs. He did say something about him. I remember that, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I never knew that he said something about Darby Allen. I'm. I'm sure. I'm, I mean, I could be like thinking about somebody else, but I mean, it's Darby Allen. He's like the hard, the hottest guy um, among AEW. Here's a scenario. What, what if? Uh, what if Malachi Black? Right, he's here. He's in AEW. What if the whole intention of the storyline is? Is leading up to Malachi versus. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, what if Brian Danielson is the one that comes out there and tries to save Cody from getting brutally destroyed by him again? The crowd mm. pop on that. <laughs> you know, because the the south like the the the. The impending matchup between Malachi and 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 Brian would be just explosive, just because of what you know Malachi is right now. Yeah. So that would be cool. I wouldn't even care who the fuck goes over. I wouldn't even give a shit if Brian says, "I'll put you over." But or if they say, "Hey, Mal- hey Black, you're gonna have to let him go over on this one roll up." Yeah. I'm fucking cool with that. I just want to see these two go at it. 
Oh yeah. Ooh, I get chills just I got chills just fucking thinking about that match. Cause they oh, didn't yeah. get they didn't get a wrestle, I don't think, in, in WWE. No, they didn't because Alistair was always in NXT mm-hmm. and he didn't really do too much with the main roster either. Yeah. So um yeah. yeah, that would be a fucking badass match. There there's your two first matches for, for uh both men. Let's fucking go. For okay. real. Book it. <laughs> and of kidding. course, Ruby. Of course, Ruby. Uh, I mean, I said she has to come out as the uh, the Joker for mm-hmm. the All Out uh, Battle Royale because they did that for the woman. Uh, I think last, two years ago, I, I believe they they had like a woman's Battle Royale. Uh, so she should definitely. Uh, she, she's she should either he uh, either she or Thunder Rosa should go for Brit's title. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Thunder Rosa and Britt at all out. Yeah. I feel like that might be the matchup you need to make because those two women just fucking tore the house down last time. Yes. And it didn't count. So like it was, and then... Yeah. Even though Thunder Thunder Rosa won, it didn't count. Yeah. It was unsectioned. <laughs> so yeah. So they definitely good. need to have a <laughs> they definitely need to have another rematch and then make Break it count. Down. Yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, dude. Um, I, I'm excited. For Again, it's that resurgence that we talked about. Yeah, healthy rosters for everybody. Yeah. Don't hate it. Embrace it. Be yeah. happy that WWE is letting go of these guys, because now they get a showcase. Some of the people you you should be worried. Right, like like Bray and and, and Bronson. Um, but everybody else, now you have a chance to go reinvent yourself outside of the coattails of the Vince McMahon brand. You can now uh, just do your thing. Bronson actually tagged, he tweeted like when with his release, like oh so, yeah. yeah, he tagged like every like promotion, like yeah. oh you let the monster go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. You know, yeah. um, he 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 did that. So, uh, Bronson is gonna do good. Um, uh, he had he, uh, he at least got to um win a championship. Um, yeah, he, but it, he has a spotlight. It, yeah, but and it also it does make me understand why he lost to Adam Cole. Mm. It makes me understand that. I'm like, okay, they're not bringing to the main roster; they're just getting rid of him. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so other than that, man. Fuck. Kona. <laughs> I hope I hope yeah, I hope all these guys uh in the news prospects you know, I think they'll be fine, but I mean I I'll I'll listen to that interview with Casey Lee, you know, formerly um Payne Royce. Talk about her release still, and it still brings her to tears to this day. Like it's been like all her ninety days is practically up now. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure it still hurts, you know, to have like your dream job let you go. Yeah, it's tough, man. No. <laughs> and on that somber note, well, I think that's it for us. Um. I want to see Chris. That's the raw dad, Marcos Gonzalez. And, 
Yeah, keep and, and the that hype. Man, and that man right there is Mr. One Sweet Chris. One Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Keep it hype. Keep it tight. Y'all have a good night. Bro. Bro.